1: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: hi LS Pod fans it's jr here Fee and terms apply. See Hello and welcome to the Loaf Strangers,
0: a Swindon Town fan podcast with me, Rich Pullen. Proudly sponsored by the STFC Official Supporters Club. supposed to be just one hour of season review has turned into at least three episodes. I really hope people listen to this, but we're still here. I wish I could say this was recorded over several sittings, but Ben, it's not, is it? Hello again. Hello, Rich. Uh, can you please let Connor's family go? <laughs> Connor, just a little bit longer. Is that alright?
3: Um, I'm beginning to think, forget what they look like, so it's... Uh... <laughs> It's uh, it's all fine. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying talking about Swindon. I know it got bleak at the end of the last episode, but uh,
0: you know, let's let's end on a high. Let's end on a high, which generally means humiliation for either me. Ben, and that's the predictions that we made at the start of the 2019-2020 season. We're going to go through and see what um, we went for and what the realities was. Connor can sit back and just enjoy this. So we'll go through all the categories. There are a fair few, um, and then we might have a little game at the end. And now I've said that, we absolutely will, and you'll hate me for it like you always do. So the first category well the first thing we were asked or I asked Ben was who is going to be the champions of league two Connor can you remember or can you guess what we went for
3: um I would have, I think both of you would have said Plymouth
0: you are right in the sense that we both went for the same team but we both went for Bradford um of course the correct <laughs> answer was Swindon Town Ben how are you feeling about that
4: yeah, sadly, I remember a lot of my predictions during this podcast, and I stand by why I said Bradford, but I didn't predict how bad Gary Bowyer is, and we saw that with Doyle's record and when he, when he was both at Swindon and and back at Bradford, and I definitely retracted my uh, my Bradford prediction when I saw them in January. So yeah, yeah, very bad prediction, but uh, one I sadly can remember.
0: And we were both quite. Um... Quite complimentary to Bowyer as well um, in that episode, which is no longer available because I took it offline to just, you know, add to the fanfare of this episode of the podcast. We'll move on to the next one. So we also asked who were going to make it into the automatics. Connor, who do you think we went for?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think Plymouth would have been in there. Um, crew, and I, I believe Ben put us in the automatics.
0: Yeah, you're so. right. Yeah, yeah, but Ben um, walks away with his head firmly held high. He went for Plymouth Argyle in second and Swindon Town in third. I went for Plymouth Argyle in second and Mansfield Town in third. What do Yikes. I know? Yeah, it doesn't look good, does <laughs> it? So we'll move straight on because I can hear Ben laughing in the background. Um, <laughs> we also went for playoff winners, which isn't easy to guess. It really is based on various factors, and Northampton would have been nowhere near anyone's thoughts, I would have thought, um, back that summer. Any ideas what we would have gone for, Connor? Well,
3: it was a crew, because I, I seem to remember you speaking quite positively about our town well, in the...
0: Ben will mention every team and then go with a prediction. So, you know, he (laughs) is very good at this. He doesn't just commit to one. He says every team that could finish in the top and then just go with the wrong answer. So there's no crew. Um, Ben went with Salford City. I went with Forest Green Rovers. Both ended just outside. Not a disgrace, really, was it? And Forest Green will argue that they might have made a, a late charge.
3: Yeah, at least Forest Green were kind of in the picture, whereas Salford, oh, they, to be fair, not a bad prediction, but they just didn't, they didn't click immediately at Football League level, did they? So it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do next season. Yes. Well, what I,
4: what, I will, what I will say is that we did the podcast before the transfer window shut, and basically my prediction was that Salford would do some decent business for the, the last fortnight or so, and they didn't, and uh, if Rich puts the podcast back online, uh, I can definitely, uh, or people that listen can vouch for that, but uh, yeah, sadly, Salford let me down in terms of not doing anything interesting in the last fortnight, but uh, I'm kind of glad because you know, Salford. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that we made these predictions before the end of the transfer window is 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 the reason why I was probably retrospectively well, it's not probably, it was the reason why I was down on Swindon. I simply couldn't give Swindon a promotion berth on the basis that I felt that the squad was incomplete, and you don't know what would have happened um had Wellens failed to secure Owen Doyle's services, or indeed, Owen Doyle gets injured, etc, etc. So the next one was Swindon Town's position if recruitment doesn't happen. How's that for a category? We'll get straight to the answers. I went with ninth, Ben went with playoffs, slash will be fine, um, which was the reassurance I needed back then.
4: Yeah, I knew a striker was coming in, and we'll see that of a later prediction that I made. Uh, I knew a striker was coming in, but I didn't know who. So I knew, you know, Swindon's business wouldn't be finished when we recorded the podcast. So yeah, my prediction of third was a uh, was pretty safe. So yeah, the, the will be fine was my uh, very on the fence cop up prediction for that for that category.
0: The next question, the next category, whatever you want to call it, was the who would be the overrated team based on 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 the summer, Connor. What do you reckon we went with?
3: Oh, um, I mean, I would have said Mansfield based on the the way that their preseason shaped up versus the reality. Um, obviously, it's, I, I don't know what I'd have said back then, um, <laughs> but based on the fact that you've gone for automatics, I'm guessing that you didn't say that, Rich. Maybe
0: not. Ben did. He did, you're correct. So absolutely spot on. that Ben went with Mansfield Town, which proves him, Absolutely correct. I was very close to being equally uh, accurate, but let myself down by adding a second team. So I went for Salford City. Brilliant. But I also mentioned Crew. Oh,
3: dearie dearie, um, Let's just stick with the positive. Salford, yeah. that's a good Salford. shout.
0: It was a good shout. I just couldn't understand why they were so high in the bookies list based on the squad that they had at the time, which Ben mentioned before. But Ben... Stellar prediction, sir, well done.
4: <laughs> I-, I thought I said crew as well, so uh so yeah, very buzzing, but it turns out I said Mansfield, so uh yeah, well done me. <laughs> the next one was who
0: was going down. We both agreed on the two teams. <laughs> two teams. Um so naive <laughs> Can't we get that were. right. So naive we were in twenty nineteen. Who'd have oh never mind. Um one close, one nowhere near. There's your clue, Connor. What do you reckon?
3: Macclesfield would have been absolutely
0: one, yeah, and should have uh, got down, gone down. And then nowhere
3: near uh, Cheltenham, I think.
0: Now nah, we'll never, we'll never give that much uh, disrespect to Cheltenham in fear no. that they they tonk us. It was Port Vale.
4: <laughs> it was Port Vale. Oh God, yeah, yeah
0: who were in a right old mess a year ago, but had a very good season indeed with um, John Askey.
4: Yeah, I think we were mentioning that I think in the last sort of eight or so seasons there's always been like a biggish team that goes down normally due to owners or, or you know, bad workers on the field. And I think Port Vale had in trouble, but I didn't realise they've been taken over quite recently. So I think I should have gone for like an Oldham or someone like that and who did finish near the bottom. So, uh, yeah, me and Cole, and that one going for Port Vale, I should have gone for like an Oldham who are, you know, a biggish club for League Two. But, uh, you know, quite buggered off the pitch
0: (laughs) Uh, brace yourselves next year South End United that's all they'll say on that a prediction for a division that has no relevance to this podcast next one was a very simple question will Richie Wellens be in charge at the end of the season such optimists Connor I suggested that I'd consumed the Kool-Aid that was very much pro Richie Wellens did I back that up in this it's a yes or no Uh,
3: yeah you would have done
0: Yes, we absolutely did. Both of us both said Richie Wellens would be in charge at the end of the season. We now move to the cup competitions, which we didn't talk about at all in any of the podcasts because they were frankly dreadful, apart from 30 seconds at Wadden Road, which were magnificent before it was cruelly ripped away by an up and under and an equalising goal, which I don't like to think about. The questions here is how far we, we we thought Swindon would progress in the Cups. We'll start with the EFL Trophy, where we were knocked out at the group stage. What do you reckon we went for, Connor?
3: I would have imagined that you had predicted that correctly.
0: Well, you would be correct. I went with the group stage, but Ben thought we'd squeeze through and make it to the first round.
3: I don't think it's a bad prediction but because if we'd have played it on a footballing basis then we might have done but uh, obviously they decided the competition was pointless and uh, how are you going to predict that?
0: I simply thought that Richie Wellens showed all indications that he just did not care about the competition one bit and that's that's where I went with that one but first round, not outrageous. We'll move to the EFL Cup League Cup, whatever it's called Um, first round was the exit what do you reckon we went for? probably second round yeah you'd be right for Ben I was dreaming however went with a third round could you even imagine it next one was the FA Cup which we went out in you betcha the first round Connor what do you think we went for
3: first round it seems
0: obvious it seems obvious but you'd be wrong on Ben dreamed of round two and I and I say as a pure romantic in that episode went for the third round proper oh dearie dearie me a couple of pointless categories now, just a bit of fun. How many yellow and red cards um, Swindon would have or receive during the season? The reality was sixty-four yellows and three reds.
3: I would have said probably about I can probably about ninety yellows. You might have said and then reds, maybe three, four.
0: Mm-hmm. Ben went with seventy yellows and four reds, and I went with seventy-five yellows and three reds. So I think not too far off. It would have probably got to about 80, perhaps with 10 games left, give or take.
4: I just picked a number, to be fair. You did, yes. You, were, you did awesome.
0: not want to answer that one at all. Or the next one, um, which was how many clean sheets there would be. There would be 12 over the season. How many do you think we'd go for? Probably about seven or eight. Seven or eight. I went with 13, very respectable. Uh, ben went with 22 with Stephen Bender yet to join. So he had faith in McCormick or faith in the new goalkeeper, which in reality is what he was saying.
4: I remember you gasping at that. I think that's a really high number, which it turns out it is. But in my head, that worked out like getting a clean sheet in one in three games, which I thought worked for like a, a promotion side that I thought we were going to have. So I thought we'd have like a 2 on win, then a, a loss and then a one nil a, a win. That sort of made sense. We get about one in three clean sheets. But uh, football doesn't work like that, apparently.
0: Mm. Yeah, especially Did... not during a pandemic. Yeah, didn't you? Uh, didn't you know there was going to be a pandemic, Ben?
4: No, we should point out at this point that none of us predicted the coronavirus, which is uh, probably the, the most embarrassing prediction uh, during this podcast.
3: Yeah. Um, next season, get an epidemiologist on.
0: Uh, the next category was top goal scorer. So given that the window had yet to be closed, I wanted bold predictions. Connor, what do you reckon we went for? Um, I believe
3: you both went for unnamed striker X
0: only ben was that cowardly to go with new signing x with 17 goals i went with jerry yates with 12 goals where he got 13 in the league so that's not too bad Correct.
4: new signing x won the top goal score so i'm Sh- taking that yeah shut you yeah know. not with 17 goals ben so uh... <laughs> no, no one can predict Owen doyle that is not yeah. fair
0: <laughs> johnny technicality over there uh with his with his uh win um, but at least my person existed the next one only two more to go um breakout player which is such a vague term um could have been anyone several players were mentioned connor who on earth do you think we would have gone for
3: oh breakout player—that's a very difficult one um for me it would have made sense for it to be um someone who was already kind of in the squad, but hadn't been playing at that really high level.
0: You'd think that, Um, wouldn't you?
3: (laughs) You would think that. So because I'm thinking that, clearly that's not the logic that was used at the time. Was it someone like Jayasimi, maybe?
0: No, not Jayasimi. No, um, so... Uh, ben mentioned Kane Woolery, and in many ways, that's quite a good guess. <laughs> I uh, mentioned Kane Woolery and Tyler Reed, but our final answers: I went for Zeki Friars, that person who would played in the Premier League, and um, Ben went with Tyler Reed.
4: I think. I think the thinking was that we, we knew that fullbacks would be important, so I think. Well, I think Rob Hunt would have won this award. I think we were on the right line of thinking, but as I said quite a few times over the course of the season, I don't think Rob Hunt would have been playing enough. That's all right for Tyler Reed. I thought Tyler was going to be our starting right back, and, and four bucks would be important. So, the right lines, but uh, completely the wrong name. And
0: I went for Zeki Fryers because my mind was blown that he signed, to be fair. Um, And, and, you know, I could have easily just gone with Zeki Fryers being the final category of the predictions, which is player of the season. But I just don't think they give that award really to that position. Um, So I stand by my logic. I thought he was going to be a star. And in many ways he was, but he sort of blended in, didn't he, into the uh, side and did a very good part. An A-grade performance from yourself, Connor.
3: Well yeah exactly
0: yeah. Okay, so the final one, the player of the year. Well, the podcast gave it to Owen Doyle, the fans, sorry, the listeners of the podcast gave it to Anthony Grant, which is pretty much the split that's happened across the awards this year, be it with the podcast, the supporters and the newspaper. Player of the season tricky considering both of the <laughs> both of the winners hadn't joined the club at that stage. What do you reckon?
4: I know who I said, but I hated it. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make it that much easier. Here's the
0: clue. Uh, he was he jinxed him. City
3: Sonoka. No, um, <laughs> oh, so who who
0: got jinxed? Oh, Dion Conroy. It's Dion Conroy that Ben went with. I, however, did not. Uh, did you go for Doughty again? I did go for Doughty on the basis of his terrific smile.
3: Yeah, can't say better than that. And potentially he could have still won it this year. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Based on his smile. Yeah, on the smile and ability, you know. I mean, he was better. I still think he was better this season than he was the year before. Hi, this is Yasser Kassim and you are tuning in to the Loath Strangers podcast. Proudly sponsored by the STFC Official Supporters Club. That's the end of that segment in this mega episode of The Loaf Strangers but you know it's the last pod of the season has to be thorough or waffling whatever, shall we play a game?
3: No I'm going to overrule Ben, I want to play the game
0: Connor wants to play the game and he wants to lose uh, Ben, the last time we played a game uh, (laughs) on this podcast you lost your mind at the end and we had to end it pretty quickly Um, I have I have I think you might do okay in this one I
4: will surprise you, Rich. I will surprise you.
0: Okay, well, this is it. Are you ready? So, during pre-season, a known 19 players, 1-9, 19 players were on trial at Swindon and did not sign for the club. I want to see how many you can remember. Okay. Okay. So, we'll do it in the usual shootout. Last time I let Connor go first. So, Ben, you will go first this time round so all you need to do is name a player that spent some time and played a game on trial at swindon during pre-season of 2019 you both get a life each ben you go first
4: okay uh, i want to win the game i probably won't but i'm going to say one that's going to annoy connor one that connor will have in his head so uh i'm going to start off with uh nikolai krastev to annoy connor.
0: nikolai krastev is at, first on my list it's oh. absolutely correct and 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 we never did hear of any further action given the unfortunate conclusion to that trial spell, but it's correct Connor uh
3: I'm going to annoy Ben with one the uh I don't know why we're coming to blows at this early stage in the quiz but three hours for in three
0: hours yeah. in <laughs> um I'm gonna go for Quentin and is absolutely correct, and I'm so glad I didn't have to pronounce the name. Textbook will always
4: have Brimscombe and Thrup. Ben. That one doesn't annoy me as much as if you said this name that Rich will love me for saying because he loves the way I say it uh, Lawson Diaz. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely correct. I don't think I, 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 I don't know if it's
0: Diaz or Death, but it, yeah.
4: <laughs> Lawson you know. Death is a great name. I'm going to call him Lawson. Yeah,
0: I think there was a a goalkeeper for Reading in the 70s had it pronounced similar to that, but he might have had the E in there, so that's why I say Deaf. But it's correct, and that's all that matters. Connor, can you get the next one? Um, I've got Will Randall on my mind. Yep, you've gone for it. I'm giving it to you. It's correct. He ended up at Sutton, um, but he came back for a short trial. Ben? I actually saw him play for Sutton, so... Well, Very exciting. <laughs> <laughs> We've all listeners. We're three hours in. This 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 could be the last episode of the Low Strangers podcast. Who knows? But we're currently at two two.
4: Uh, one that might some people might forget, but he's actually got himself a decent club and did quite well in his, his, his time in his club. There, so uh, Brandon Thomas Asante, who had a pretty decent season at Salford.
0: He certainly did, and I enjoyed putting the Asante sound over his name every time it was a men- it was mentioned during last summer. Correct. Doing much better than I thought you guys would do. Connor.
3: Oh, that was the that was the the final one I had in my mind. Uh let me think. Uh oh, it's really annoying that. Ben, that's the one that's annoyed me the most. Of the, <laughs> uh, um yeah, I'm trying to think back to those Uh, to all of the preseason episodes, which obviously I listened to completely religiously. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who did we? Well, I did, um, but it's obviously a a year ago now.
0: Um... (laughs) I think bar one, you've named all the big ones. Bar one or two, I would say. One on the basis that I think they were expected to sign and the other one went on to play in the Football League this year. who's the guy that was supposed to sign it's like on the
3: tip of my mind oh this is making really
0: good podcasts (laughs) this pause
4: I wish this was live
0: (laughs) I don't
3: (laughs) oh no Um, no, I'm going to have to call it quits here
0: no you're going to have to tell me a name
3: (laughs) oh great um oh who was that guy who um whose dad was like quite rich and was it, the dad was at uh, the, the pre-season friendly i can't
0: oh, remember that is one of them that, that that doesn't count as half a point just saying that uh, man thompson <laughs> incorrect we move over
4: to ben can you name one no, I can't really laugh. The only, the only ones I can name now are ones that got contracts, and uh, those are not the ones in the uh, in the shortlist. So <laughs> I'm draw- I can I can name loads from the flipcroft offs, because I spent so much time covering that, uh, and I've got none from this this season. Uh, uh, no, I'm going to pass as well, and hopefully, Connor really is all well out, and he doesn't get a sudden brainwave in a minute.
0: Connor, have you had a brainwave? No, no, Uh, well, no, that's fine. We'll end it on a draw. Smith, (laughs) oh, great. So, yes, Ted Smith, um, the goalkeeper who retired over the season, gives you the point. Ben, have you lost again?
4: What you're giving him that you're doing that's that's
3: that's that's drawing. So, he he was already winning. Oh, I don't know. One,
0: two, three,
4: that was three.
3: Oh, yeah,
0: that's three. All I can't believe you're giving him that. Yeah, I I do because it's funny.
4: <laughs> I'm definitely biased here. He he gets a generic name like uh, like like Smith, and I can't even say the most popular name is Enga Kuti because I was already gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I need I need a generic name now as well. Yes,
0: you do. Uh, <sighs> Hughes. Afraid there was no Hughes. Connor to win. <laughs> I'm going gen- to
3: completely shit house this because I've just had a brainwave. <laughs> oh, your <kidding. laughs> <laughs> 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 Um,
0: Shamal Lewis is incorrect. Oh, oh it... no, it was that
3: last
0: season. No, it was Shamal George. Um, oh, so you could have gone, so it's, it's, it's finished in a draw the way the podcast wanted the season to end. Um, you could have gone with recent playoff winner, Paul Anderson, who's now at Northampton Town, Tommy Anderson, who ended up at Sirencester, Liam Bossin, who ended up at Cork, Ollie Byrne, who ended up at Connors Key, uh, Lawson uh, Death ended up at Yeovil. Bay Downing was the, the son of the rich guy. Um, he ended up at Salisbury. Shamal George... Uh, spent the season or part of the season on loan at Marine, but he was with Liverpool. Greg Holford played the behind-the-seat, um, behind-closed-doors game against Bristol City. He didn't find a club. Uh, Nikolai Krastev played for Vitosha um Lewis Lee Gilchrist ended up at Bristol Manor Farm. Darren Lyon at Queen of the South. George Newell went to Southport and then on loan to Marine. Quentin, that surname went to Bourges. Uh, Will Randall Sutton, Ted Smith retired. Frankie Sutherland, he went to oh. Ebbsfleet United. Dom Teer was a Huddersfield player that came down on trial. He ended up on season loan or on loan at Gateshead. Brandon Thomas Asante went with Salford City. And the final one was Ben Whitfield, who played for Torquay United over the season. Not many that we can say we hugely regret uh, missing out on there, Ben.
4: No, there wasn't, there's not too many kick yourselves in there. I, I think obviously there's, there's names you've heard of in there, but there wasn't any that were on the tip of my tongue and I've you know forgotten. I, I got the three that I remembered and that was it. But yeah, Frankie Sutherland is one that uh, I saw playing the Marine game, which uh, he didn't really impress, but there you go. Do you regret the fact that you you got the Shamal?
3: Yeah, I mean, maybe if I'd have just said Shamal uh, and not just gone first name terms, maybe I'd have got it in the same way. I just got Smith and uh, much to Ben's... <laughs> Much to Ben's disappointment. But uh I think it ended uh in the only way possible, which is just complete farce. Yeah. Um, and uh long, long may continue, great game. Well well uh, well played, Ben. And uh oh my my brain hurts after all of those
0: names. Absolutely it does. I mean the the podcast ends for the season in the farcical Manner that we could only have dreamed of um a draw in a pointless little quiz um a end of season review that has gone on for so long 2020 2021 has already finished but ben thank you very much
4: yeah cheers rich and for the benefit of the listeners this isn't a zoom call and it's a skype where we, we haven't got visual but uh for the last five minutes i've been making the vast square at this ludicrous end of the game but uh thanks <laughs> for having me on rich and and good to speak to you again connor thank you connor it is a pleasure
3: both of you as always <laughs> oh i really enjoy those quizzes
0: <laughs> <laughs> i need a holiday bye bye the box to good run by him The Low Strangers is proudly sponsored by the official STFC Supporters Club. The music was created by the great Matthew Kilford and the artwork was provided expertly by John Daglish. Thanks for listening. Okay, well, you know, it's a mini pod, so that that's our predictions. We'll do them again for the the next season if it indeed ever happens. But that's something to look forward to. Shall we? Shall we play a memory based game?
3: No. Well, firstly, I'm I just can't <laughs> I can't get over the fact you've said it's a mini pod. As I scrolled on my laptop, and I just saw that the call had ticked into the third hour. Well, um, yes, because this is <laughs> by the, the third, fourth
0: hour. This is the <laughs> third. It's all the illusion the illusion that this is a, a mini-pod because we're only 17 minutes into those three hours.
3: Uh, true. Oh, Fair well, enough. Well, it's all good. Yeah, I, I'm up for the quiz. Let's do it. We'll
0: start that bit again.
2: Well, Hi, LS Pod fans. It's JR here. If Swindon players were McDonald's items, who would they be? We've had lots of Big Macs like the legendary Alan McLaughlin, Harry McCurdy,